You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Merry Merry After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Merry Merry After Show. Hmm. Oh, I thought it was a faster song. I, my head was uh-uh, going like this. No, this is the glory. The glory. You need the help of the Jesus <laughs> with this. What's going on in this episode, man? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, especially for the sisters, you they, know, they needed some help. Some help. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV After Show for Mary Mary, Episode 8, Season 3, Holding Down the Fort. I am your host, Ashida Andre, and with me, I have the fabulous Lem. What's up, everybody? Uh, Chloe's not with us today. We miss her. and We send out a shout out to you. Hey, shout Chloe. Out. What up, Chloe? So let's get into it. Yes. All right. So it starts off with Erica meeting the new manager. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot. He's excited. He has a Kenneth lot of things. Kenneth Creer is his name. Kenneth Creer. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, he has a lot. He's ready to work. Yeah. Yeah. And is it me, or do you? Are you starting to see another communication breakdown amongst the manager <laughs> and Warren? Well, <laughs> I, I think it's funny because um, throughout the show there was points where, okay, here you have, and I'm sure that this probably happens because there's a lot of you know couple duos that work together in business and they're also married. Whether it's in entertainment, whether it's you know a store that they manage, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But it's like you know she's like, oh, okay. So you need to talk to Warren. Well, that's her husband. And he's like, okay, well, I try to talk to Warren, but I'm trying to get it done. She's like, okay, we'll talk to Warren. So it's like she's telling her manager to talk to her husband because that's business. But right. it's like, it's just interesting. Like, and even down further in the episode, there was a situation where he's talking to Warren and then she's like, you know, why well, talk to Erica? Well, you need to, you know what I'm saying? It's just interesting the dynamic between you have your family in your business. Right. And I'm also seeing the same thing over again mm-hmm. where Warren doesn't want to give out any information. Right. He's right. not going to tell him. And I, you know, I'm not in the music industry, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. why. Does a producer not want to tell a manager when the release date is for the album? And I'll tell you why. Okay. And, and he mentioned it in the episode. The producer is the creative person in this equation. Mm-hmm. They are the ones, and especially with Warren, because he's, he's wearing a lot of hats. He's producing the album. He's producing the songs, but he's also writing the songs because he had made, there was a comment he made, oh, you're going to have some writers come in. He's like, no, you know, he didn't, I mean, he didn't say that, but when they went to him by himself, he's like, that's not what I do. I'm doing the writing for this particular album. So he doesn't want the creative process rushed and you know, Kenneth is coming from a business standpoint saying this needs to be done. This needs to be done. We need a release date so she can get a perfume done. We can book a tour or whatever that he's responsible for. Warren is the creative person. Like you cannot rush creativity. And I get that. And I understand that. But why not bring someone else along to help speed up the process so that she can be because she's a star. But right. he said he wants to make her a superstar. Right. International superstar. Right. So let's collaborate mm-hmm. and work together. 
But it seems like he doesn't. He doesn't want to do, do that. that now. Again, I personally mm-hmm. <laughs> would like to have someone to come and help along with the because she's anxious too. She is, but uh, you got to understand too. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we don't know and we don't see, mm-hmm. and and th- I'm just speculating. But to me, someone like Warren, who's been in the business for a long time uh, and has you know different things that he has going on, when you bring somebody in, that's money. So he's the producer, but he's also, this is his label. My Block's his label. Right. So if he's his labels holding the album, those are costs that he's incurring by bringing someone in. Whereas if he could do it himself, how much money does that save and still produce a good album? Right. But then you're also working with Joy Star, who is absolutely fabulous, who has been on the show. Mm-hmm. And then you're also working with Music Soul Child. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and that's just what they mentioned in that episode. Exactly. And he could be working with so many other exactly. artists. Exactly. But to speed up because she's ready to have her solo career. Right. Let's talk, at least have the conversation. Think about it. Sure. To, you know. To and I don't think he cut him totally off because um, I think it's a different situation than it was with Mitch. Um, I think with this guy, this guy really has, uh, her best interest at heart. And he's also coming in on like, I got to prove myself, you right. know? So he wants to show that he can do this. And so that's why when they had their meeting, uh, Kenneth and, and Erica, he's like, I got this ready. I got this ready. I just need an album date. I just need an album. We need it by December. You know, they met with the perfume, all right. that going on. Right. And he's like, December, I'm thinking, oh, Christmas. I mean, he's got his business. He knows what he's doing. He's good at what he does. But I think this is definitely something that probably a glimpse of what happens everywhere in this music industry. And it's funny because you have the manager now who's mm-hmm. ready to take you where you need to go, which you right. didn't get with Mitch. Right. And then, but now you don't have the album. Before you had the album, but right. you couldn't go where right. you wanted to go with Mitch. So it's just like, and the holdup is your husband. Is the husband, which is crazy. I'm just saying. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> so let's move on and talk about uh, the sisters. Yes. Now the trio. Are we the, talking about the, the trio? The, tri- the, the new group. The new group. <laughs> Shantae and Gugu. Right. Right. So. I, Shantae has a beautiful voice. She's Shantae can blow. She can blow. She can blow. I, I give her that. Erica even said she thinks that she's better singing than Erica. Exactly. She gave her props. But her work ethic. Mm-hmm. That I have an issue with that. Well, I have an issue with her bringing her sisters on because only <laughs> only because like first of all, Google. She tells Google, see Google's like, what, see what? Like, what's last thing in '96? Like, right. you know, when I was in youth choir. I mean, she just. I think she wanted the help of her sisters, um, but I think, you know, and I'm just going to say this because it's this a reality show. I think that that particular situation made for good TV mm-hmm. because there was something behind it. We are introduced to the only time we've ever that I remember seeing her sister <clears throat> this season was just a shot that they gave us during her baby's christening. Uh, and they said, and they, you know, had the subtitle, we know that's her sister. She had the shades on. We hadn't heard her speak. We hadn't heard her say anything. So this was a way to introduce her into the fold, into the show. Mm-hmm. So I think that this was a production move more so than she needed her sister to sing. Because if you think about it, Erica's a professional. She's been in this business for years. Um, and if you're a sister, you're the duo, Mary Mary. The half of you cannot be there. If you're going to bring anybody on, it's going to be somebody that's used to doing this. So that's right. also a professional that can hold their weight and kind of do the show that you needed to be and done. And not Shantae. Right. But Shantae <laughs> sings at the church. Okay. So for her to have a fear and you sing amongst, right. you know, a congregation, you right. sing amongst everybody. Why? It's It should be the same, don't you think? No. No, it should be different. I'm not saying it should be different, but I'm saying it is a lot of times. When you're 
if you're singing at church, um, you're singing, first of all, you're singing to the glory of God, which they do that because they sing gospel music. So gospel music in essence, glory of God. However, the church, you got churches, got your family in there. Churches got supporters, people you probably known since you was a little kid, but they still critics. I'm, I'm but what I'm saying is <laughs> what I be saying. <laughs> mm, no, what I'm saying is they're supporting you for the most part. You've been doing it, especially if you've been doing it for any length of time, mm-hmm. you know, come on now, let's talk, let's keep it real. You go to any, um, uh, let's say gospel esque church, Pentecostal Baptist, you get up to sing. They know you can sing. Come on, Shante, go, you better in the name, you know, I mean, they're going to get behind you. Right. And so when you're going to a foreign territory, um, you have two things. You're going to a foreign territory. So people that aren't going to do that. So you're going to be shy about that. But then also you're filling big, big shoes. And she's filling the other half of a duo that's known all over the world. Now, I'm not saying for her not to be nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying practice. Because every time she asked her to practice, she didn't want to do she it. She was she was hesitant, right? So if you're filling big shoes, right. then practice so that you can fill the big shoes. Right. Every, she always just had this attitude yeah. on her face like she didn't want to do it but, or she didn't. But listen, know. listen, Ashita, this is my problem. <laughs> she had to force them to do it in the first place. It wasn't like she was like, oh, oh, can I sing? Oh, girl, I can sing. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't doing none of that. She was like, can you sing, please? And then she was like, ah, uh, uh, trying to right. give me a high five. So that's what I'm saying. Like she really didn't want to do it in the first place. So, of course, she's going to be apprehensive getting to that point of going down to D.C. and singing in front of these people. All right. I'm just saying. I just know that if I was able to, if I had a voice like that, you yeah. couldn't take me off the well, stage. Me too. <laughs> I'm with you. I would be like, where, do, excuse me? Right. Do we need uh, Tina to come back? Like, right. I can just feel in as long as, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm with you. Right. If I could sing like that, I would be singing to everyone. Exactly. Because there's no, I mean, there's no fear. Exactly. Everybody knows that I'm not Tina. Right. And we're just coming here exactly. to support Erica, right. and that's fine. And, and then when you look at the and if you look at the audience, right. it's not like they were really looking for you know like right. where's Tina? Right, been, exactly. You know, we paid no. two hundred fifty dollars for some tickets, right. and we're looking for Tina. So, anywho, anywho, I'm just saying they could just have been a little bit more professional. I, no, I totally agree. But I, and then I think just going further into this, mm-hmm. if you notice. You know, with the whole mantra of Mary Mary, they have a big family and they do try to include their family right. within they the Google's their the stylist. She's their sister. You her know what I'm saying? Her hair was cute though, I must say. Google's hair was off the you know, chain. Her I was, was yeah. banging. I liked her hair. <laughs> I I will say I did notice that. Yeah. It was pretty banging. <laughs> it was pretty banging. So um but no, I think she they like to and as they should. You know, I'm not I'm I'm not knocking that at all. I think that's great. Uh I think just in this instance, if you gotta force them to do it That's an issue. Uh, yeah. 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 But she killed it. Yes, she did. She she put it down. So I'm ready to get to the juicy part. Of course the you part are. that I have been waiting for, guys, <laughs> for several episodes. I had to get to episode eight to kind of get an idea of what Teddy was thinking, mm-hmm. what was going on in his mind while he had these affairs. Mm-hmm. So let's I want to start off with <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming because I'm really excited yeah. about it. I'm going to start off with Erica talking with her husband because her husband said, Warren, Mm -hmm. you know, she's having a hard time forgetting, forgiving Teddy. Mm -hmm. And Warren is saying, why he didn't do anything to you? And she's like, but it's my sister. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, but that's none of our business. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Well, okay. It just goes back to what I said earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, they're a close family, you know? So, and then Erica and Tina are very close because of course they work together and they've been in this group for years. So I think, 
I think Erica is warranted to have those feelings. Sure. I'm not right. saying that, um, you know, she's not going to, it's not the same thing as Tina because it's Tina's husband. husband. Exactly. Um, but I definitely think, sure, she's warranted out those feelings. She, Teddy's been there for years as her, you know, uh, husband and, and, and partner. So they're accustomed to coming together. Um, you know, her husband and Teddy are in a group together, soul seekers. So there's a lot of closeness together of, of whether it's family time or business, there's a lot of that intertwining. So when that person goes rogue, and does something like what he did, sure you're going to be hurt by it. But Warren looked shocked. That she was hurt? That, yes. That, that Erica that was hurt? That Erica was bothered and, and couldn't forget. Because he was like, did you see his facial expression? Yeah. He was on the computer. He was like, but what? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't your husband. <laughs> He's so detached from it. And is yeah. that something that a man, a man can do? Because we're emotional beings. We're females. Right. I get that. But right. Warren is completely just really... Just so detached from it. I mean, it was just like, for what? Like, yeah. why are you tripping? This has nothing to do with us. Let's move on to the next thing. Well, but then I, I think. <laughs> but I think he'd be different if it was his sister. And it's a blood sister. Right. No, and I think you're right. I mean, I think it's it's how, you know, how you're connected. But I think it also does play into the fact that, you know, women different than men right. when it comes to those type of things. And Warren, knowing what's going on, he doesn't. And I think it's also, too, it's like you got they have their own family. They have their own things going on. She's got this going on. Like he was telling her manager, I got, I'm, why are you tired? You know, right. I got three kids and I got soul girl and I got a group right. and I'm doing this and I got to watch clothes and blah, you know, all this kind of stuff. So I think it's, it's kind of a situation like, why are you tripping? Like that's their business. Right. You know, don't get so caught up in that, that, you know, you, you bring it over here. You know what I'm saying? But it disrupted Mary Mary a little bit. Sure. In a sense. No, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, Teddy. Mm-hmm. His explanation. <laughs> I wrote this down. <laughs> I did too. Oh gosh. They Teddy. were together their uh -huh. first five years of marriage. Mm -hmm. They were together nonstop. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming from what he's saying that, mm -hmm. that he loved it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, Erica's, I mean, Tina started to travel. Mm hmm. And that disrupted the flow of them being together all the time. Mm -hmm. So the way that I took it, perceived it to be from what he's saying, is he couldn't handle her traveling. And so to fill his needs, since she wasn't there to fill his needs, mm -hmm. that he had to step out. Am, am I right to assess that? I, I, you could look at it that way. Um I'm not, I'm trying to stay away from the, okay, she's successful, you're not, and he, no, I, I, no, I didn't no, no, get no, that. No. I didn't get that at all. I didn't get that at either. I didn't get that either. I think, and we were talking about this in previous, you know, after show episodes in the sense like, oh, is he a sex addict? You know, um, cause we've heard that term used a lot and there's been disruptions of marriages because people are saying that they're an addict and they can't stay with their partner. Um, I think that, he has an issue with sex in that sense. I'm not going to say sex addict. I'll just say issue with sex. And so, like you said, and he did mention this the first five years. And I'm going to point out real quick that this just goes to show also that it has been a long time since this has happened. Because as he was telling Erica, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. So I think the last episode that it happened was some time ago. Because I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if they mentioned how long they've been married or been together. But he's saying the first five years he was good. Years. So thirteen years. Mm -hmm. So the first five years ago. So then when she started traveling after five years, then he started doing it. So that could have been six through ten or six through eleven, and then twelve and thirteen is he hasn't. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's wanted to, but he hasn't. But then, of course, he came clean because of what had happened in the past. So I'm just saying that to say, like, it's not like he just did it, you know. And for him to say it's not going to happen again, he's probably saying it's it's been a year. It's been two. I'm, it's I can tell you right now, it's not going to happen again. But yeah, it was multiple people over multiple years. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? I I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just trying to. Accept it. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Just, I don't, my mind was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But maybe as a point. Right. I'm just trying to accept it because she starts traveling again. Right. Then what? No, I mean, I'm, 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 yeah, and I I'm, just, yeah. I, I'm trying, I guess I'm trying to find how you can't just say your words. You can't just say I'm done or I've stopped. What's going on in your mind? What are you thinking about to mm-hmm. stop? How are you curbing that appetite? How do you curb that, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, that need, that or desire, need, desire right. if she's not there? Right. What are you working through? Well, so that's, right. And, and, ahead, and sorry. I think it's a, no, I think it's a good point to make. Um, the, the quote that I put down was he said, sex was the runaway. That's what he said. He said, sex was the runaway for him. Um, and he reverted to doing things before he was married because it sounds like before he was married, that's what he did. He had sex with multiple women and you know, and that's what he did. He, whatever got with Tina and they got together, got married. He shut it down as he should as Mm -hmm. a married man, right? Stayed faithful four or five years. Then she started traveling. (laughs) There's emptiness. I need to go back to. So he reverted back to something that, so again, this goes to what I was saying earlier. He has this issue and he had it even in those five years. Because if he's saying he reverted back to where how he was before, he was, you know, a sexual person, promiscuous or whatever you want to call it, before he got with Tina and then got with Tina and it's like, oh, okay, I'm in love. Let me get with this, you know, five years. Let's get it cracking. And then she strays and then that thing rises up in him because now there's space for it to come out. So then he now goes, oh, let me go back to these women. Right. Let me go back to doing what I did before. So it's always been something that's in him. Now, now we're at the present. At this point, and he's saying, I'm not going to do it. Now, I don't know if he went through something or, or had an epiphany or whatever the case is. Like I said, I don't know how long it's been since his last, you know, we don't know that. Right. That's what I'm saying. We don't know that. But for him to say that, it's sure it's a hard pill to swallow because you've already hurt this person. And how do they know that they can trust you because you lied to them over and over repeatedly. Right. And and you we even heard her say, I'm tired of, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking, you said you're gonna change and you don't. I'm tired mm-hmm. of the flowers, right. I'm tired of the cars, I'm right. just tired of everything. Right. So he never really fixed himself, if that's the case. If you went from being that way way before you were married, mm-hmm. then to getting married right. and then reverting back, right. You didn't fix you never fixed yourself. No, he he didn't. But he's saying now he's fixed. Oh, because you caught. Well, I'm I'm just <laughs> again, I'm just saying he wants. I mean, the, the end of the end of the story is that he wants his marriage to work. He wants to be with Tina. Obviously, he loves Tina. He has this issue. And so the thing with Tina is she's struggling to forgive him and let it go for them to come back to being married. And she even says um, when they're talking, and I, I don't know if you have that next up. Yes, I, I do. Can, we can, we can, we can just, jump there. Yeah, we can jump so, there. So, you know, she says, you know, Tina's talking to her sister. Um, you know, Erica calls her and is like, you know, I talked to Teddy, you know, and, you know, she's, of course, not happy about that because um, she's in her Zen mode trying to get right. And, you know, she says, maybe it's not for God to fix this. Mm-hmm. And she says those words. And she also called him. I wear a few quotes. 
trash of a man, which was heavy because that's, that's serious business. And she says she feels tormented every day. So it's like, she's going through a lot with this and, and it's, 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 it's not funny because it's not funny at all. But the one thing that I have an issue with is, and again, this is a show. This is edited, you know, so we don't know everything. But what I have an issue with is it feels like Teddy is way too calm and he's way too collect. And it feels like like even his demeanor is almost like, okay, I messed up. I told her what she want now. You know what I'm saying? So he should be more. He should be more what? I don't know that he should be more anything. And just I just feel like he's not he wants her back, but he's just I mean, it feels like he's hiding emotion like he he. I don't want to say he's not remorseful, but I mean, I'm gauging his countenance when she talked to him, mm-hmm. when she was very calm, she talked to him and his demeanor. Like, for instance, if I was in that position, which I will never be in, but if I was in that position, God forbid, if I was in that position and my wife is telling me, this is how I feel, I'm broken and you're going to have to leave. I would be like, baby, look, you know, I would, I would get, if I want to be with her, I'd be like, no, like, let me tell. And he was just, okay, all right. All right, cool. I mean, he got up and then just kissed her on the forehead and was out. And when he was talking to Erica, same thing. He was just like, you know, I mean, or just, maybe he's done that. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we don't maybe, know. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. I'm just going by what I or, see on exactly, the show. And I actually agree with you on that. Yeah. Maybe. Or he's just at that point where he's just like, I messed up so bad. I, right. I'm just not going to say nothing. And whatever right. you want, right. <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> That could okay, be it. Babe, I'll that leave. Could be it. Okay, babe, I'll do right, this. Right. Okay, babe, what you want me to do next? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I and I, I, I feel you on that. I actually agree with mm-hmm. you. Now I remember just, you know, for conversation's sake, uh viewers, let me know what you think. I remember Steve Harvey making a point saying that it doesn't have to be the end of your marriage when your spouse cheats or your mm-hmm. boyfriend cheats, mm-hmm. because a lot of times that's when they actually really get the lesson. Mm. Because you are now, your relationship is now threatened. Yes, Mm -hmm. he said men are stupid. Guys are stupid. (laughs) Men are dumb. We go out and we do dumb things. Steve Harvey said this? Steve Harvey said this. Okay. And, but yet, in his book, Think Like Like a Man. Oh, okay, okay. uh, But once, he said, I've seen marriages grow Mm -hmm. to being beautiful unions Mm -hmm. once they got over that uh, cheating scandal. Mm, Okay. Not saying that Erica, uh, Tina and Teddy can, because this is multiple, this is different. Right. But just for conversation's sake, Mm -hmm. um, maybe because I know that she's talking about that when she came back, Mm -hmm. you know, from her trip, she came back and she seemed a little bit more calm, a Mm -hmm. little bit more Zen Mm -hmm. that maybe she has hope. Mm -hmm. So if, should they survive this, that maybe their relationship, they can be a little bit stronger because of what they've gone through and how they've come out from you know, from what a man has said. Sure. So I, I, I looked at the episode a little bit differently mm-hmm. based on me reading that and knowing that. Okay. And I said, okay, well, if they come back, maybe they'll be stronger than ever and, sh- right. and can show us mm-hmm. that yes, we went through hell. Right. But we're, we're stronger. We're good to go. Because now he knows what he, ha- what he can lose. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you, do you agree with that? Do you think that's... Because a lot of people are kind of yay and nay on mm-hmm. uh, Steve Harvey. Right. You know, and his so, principles and And his and principles stuff. and his thoughts gotcha. or whatever. But I still... I know people who have... Husbands who have strayed mm-hmm. and the wife has stayed mm-hmm. and their relationship is stronger. It's strong. Because he saw what he wouldn't be able to have, which is his family. Right. For some reason, I don't know why they right. don't think before they do, but just to say, right. you know... 
that their relationship is stronger. Well, just okay. So piggybacking on that point, I mm-hmm. think that in a lot of cases, um, when men do stray, I think it's because they're taking their spouse for granted. I think that's a lot of what happens. They feel they're either they're complacent in their relationship or they feel that, um, you know, right or something like that. Something is not right with the world as they see it, whether it's in the bedroom or whether it's um, mentally or whether it's with the children. I mean, you know, it could be a number of things. But I think when they stray, you know, the whole grass is greener. They kind of, you know, do that because of, you know, they're getting what they feel like is lacking in the relationship from this other individual. And then again, when it's threatened, I think a lot of times it's like a wake up call and they're like, well, wait a second. I don't want to lose what I have. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can make this better. Let me see if I can make this work because this is the person for me or we have a family or I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but I think just in the moment, I think there's just a lot of complacency and they feel like, uh, you know, she's, she's going to be a regard. I'm just going to do this right. real quick and you know, whatever. And then it, it doesn't ever work that way. Um, either something finds out or they just hold on to it. You know, like Teddy did. Teddy, hold on. Who knows how long? Well, he he was found out, so he didn't have to hold long. Right, right. <laughs> but, but his intention was right. to hold. And who knows if he would have, you know, said it on his own. I mean, we don't know. But, you know, he was helped in that manner. And then he had to confess and come clean. But, you know, it, it's it's hard. I mean, it's just it's hard all the way. It's hard on both individuals. I mean, it is. You, you know? know, but I want to talk to you on this point sure. and the viewers as well. I spoke with a gentleman about this particular situation because he was asking, well, what are you doing? I was taking mm-hmm. my nose talking about Mary Mary. And he goes, you know what? This is a situation that I don't understand as a man because it still goes down to being very simple, which is a choice. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend. I just choose not to cheat on her. Do mm-hmm. I get hit on all the time? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like, oh, wow, she's cute. She's hot. She's this. She's that. Mm-hmm. But it still boils down to a choice. Either you do it or you don't. And he said, once you think of it that way mm-hmm. as a choice, your life is very simple. Mm-hmm. Now, it was kind of shocking coming from a man because I've heard men say it's a battle every day Mm -hmm. because you guys are so physical Mm -hmm. and looking at things that is it's it's hard every day. Some Mm -hmm. days are easier than others, Mm -hmm. but it's a battle Mm -hmm. that you guys go through internally. Right. And I was just like. I don't go through that. Right. I could be like, no, I got a man and I can't right. move. And he's I'm like, good. yes, because you're a woman and <laughs> you guys are not as physical as us. We right. look at everything. Like, oh, wow. And then yeah. the next thing you know, your mind's all roaming wandering, all over the place. Wandering. So I'm like, okay, but this particular guy said, I choose mm-hmm. every single day not to cheat on my, on, on my wife. That's mm-hmm. a choice that I make. Mm-hmm. And so for someone to be as simple as, as what he's saying to watching this, where he's like struggling, mm-hmm. I'm baffled. Is it just, is it just him being the way that he is because of how he is, mm-hmm. or is it can be something as simple as just saying no? Well, okay. So I don't even know if I pose that question, <laughs> right? Cause I have a lot of thoughts in my right. mind at the moment. I, 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 because I'm, you know, because I'm so good at reading you. No, um, I think I know where you're coming I'm like from. Just dabbling on. Right. right. No, it's good. Okay. Um, so, you know, looking at both sides, you have this gentleman that you said, he's just as simple as a yes. choice. And you have a person like, oh, I struggle every day. I think they're one in the same f- for the part that there's a struggle, but then with the struggle, you have a choice. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. You could still battle with something. It's like, I mean, look at food. You know, you could be like, okay, I choose to eat healthy or I choose not to eat healthy. Right. It doesn't mean that, and it's a simple choice, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to be tempted to eat that donut. You know what I'm saying? That's over there and you know it's good and it tastes good, but you know it's going to be bad for you. You just make the choice not to, but it doesn't mean there's not going to be a battle within. And what he's saying is he just simply, there's a choice. And I've always said, if I'm with someone, if I have a significant other, there's no way I'm going to step out on them simply because, well, one, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Right. That Because that's, I think, devastating. But then two, it's like, if I feel that I don't want to be in this relationship because I want to be with someone else, then I'm going to end that relationship and then go with this other person if I feel that that's who I need to be with. Right. As opposed to, well, let me cheat and then still be with, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's too complicated. Like for me, I'm I'm a simple person. I am a man and I can't multitask anyway. Right. You know, I can barely drive and talk on the phone. You know what I'm saying? So what am I doing to wimp? You know what I mean? That's just so. And then and then you put in the, the other equation, which we should really be talking about, especially with the type of characters that are this is the God center. You know, if God is in your life um, and you have, you know, and you're in a relationship and you feel that relationship is ordained by God, then God is the one that's holding it together. Once you step out of that and you feel like, oh, well, I don't need God to help me in this because I got it. Then I think that's where a lot of people make a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and and I'm not saying Teddy did that again. I can't press judgment on anybody, but I think that, you know, that could be an issue. That could right. be something where they got married, made that covenant under God. You know what I'm saying? They're both professing to be believers. But then, you know, you're like, oh, God, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to handle this right now. And then all of a sudden you're out in the wind and then, you know, you're doing things that you don't want to do, but you can't help it. We, and that's a good point. I mm-hmm. just, it was just ironic that I was talking to one gentleman and he said, make your life simple and just you make a choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I going to be a cheater or I'm not going to be a cheater? And mm-hmm. he said, your life is just simple. Once you make mm-hmm. that, once you make up your mind who you're going to be mm-hmm. and what type of man that you're going to be, right. life is just real easy. They can come to you any which way. Say, mm-hmm. no, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Then you have another man that just, it struggles with it. Mm-hmm. So it's just ironic that I just was able to find. Two. Now is that, and I have a question for you. This mm-hmm. man that's very simple, is he a believer? Yes. Or do you, there you go. But so is Teddy. Well, uh, what did I just say? Yeah. Were you listening, <laughs> I'm, I'm Ashita? Sorry, I'm sorry. Were you not listening to me? I, I gave you the whole explanation. <laughs> you're right. You're I was right, very right, detailed. Right. Jeez. Listeners, just can you help quit. your girl out? I'm sorry. Can you comment and just help Ashita? Help me out. Jesus, in the name. Cause I, you know, I, yeah. I, I make a choice too. Right. And it's just real simple. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't struggle with yeah. it. And I think it's simple because again, when God is in your life, it does become simple. But we're still human. We're flesh. We are still human. We are flesh, but I'm saying you have to make sure that he's in control. Yes. That's Once true. you let him leave the driver's seat, that's where it gets crazy. And saying. I think in any relationship, married, girlfriend, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When you leave that, then I think that's where it gets crazy. I agree with you. I think we covered the whole the whole episode. Um, we did. We did. Let's <laughs> go into predictions. Yes. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV. Ooh, ooh. Predictions. Cam being silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of easy when the music is like. Rrr. I know. Right? It just makes you go. You can't be serious. So, what are your predictions? I just talked a whole lot. I um, I know. When it's only just you and I, I know, we feel just, that way, right? Uh, I feel that way actually. You don't, but um, because you asked me all the questions. But um, so my I prediction did good this time, I didn't go question. question you did, you question, did pretty question. good, pretty good. <laughs> um, you just need to listen to what my answers I, are. But anyway, um, my prediction. So I think that um, I think this manager um want to go go to him, uh, Mr. Uh, Kenneth Career. I think that um he's going to 
start ruffling some feathers. Um, that was my prediction. Sense. Too bad. You made me go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think it's going to be ruffling some feathers. Um, I think, um, I don't think not necessarily with Erica, but I think there's going to be more going on with uh, Warren. Uh, and I'm not saying he's going to get the axe or anything like that. Um, but I think that there's definitely going to be some more kind of what we saw, you know, in this episode. I think we'll see more of that. Um, I think that, um, we will probably see a discussion with Tina and Teddy, uh, in this coming episode. Um, or at least well, I think in this coming episode is going to happen and kind of how, how she feels and, I don't know that we're going to get a result as far as where it's going to go. Like if she's going to stay with him or leave, I don't think we'll get that, but I think they will have another conversation now that she's back. Um, and I think Erica's going to still continue to be promoting her solo career. Well, there you have it. Those are my predictions, especially, you know, the, the new manager, Kenneth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Warren, that was really one of my big predictions. I was going to yeah. say, okay, now we will see why Mitch was having such a hard time with communication because right. they're doing the same thing right. to Kenneth. Right. So that was my prediction too. Okay. okay. Well then high five. High five. All right. Well, there you go. After buzzers, After. we have nailed it again. We have. We, we nail it all it. the time. We yes, nail we it do. all the time. All the time. Thanks so much for watching us. I'm Ashita Onre, and you can catch me. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Ashita Onre and Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Well, you can catch me actually, uh, and follow and do whatever you want in the, the cyber world. But, uh, I will be at, uh, the poet saint and that's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all day, every day, all day, every day. Thanks so much for watching us. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye. From executive producers, Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 